How Long Gone, uh, Chris Black coming to you live from a, another rainy day in uh, Los Angeles. Them Jeans um, is currently, um, he's under medical watch. <laughs> um, and I just want to make, I, I just want to make sure, you know, I'm not a doctor. Um, I'm not even a healer or a Reiki specialist, but I just want to make sure you're doing okay. I heard some alarming reports from the public hotel this morning. Have we recovered? Hell no. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I, you know, I, you did, you did DJ, um, Allison Roman's uh, sweet enough. Uh, her her dessert book came out on Tuesday. You you DJed the party last night um, mm -hmm. in the cursed neighborhood of Williamsburg, Brooklyn, at a at a venue owned by enemy of the state, James Murphy. Do you think something? <laughs> do you think something nefarious has happened, or do you think that this is just kind of God's plan? What what happened? What's going on? You know, tell everybody what's yeah. What's, what's, well, what's, I was what the deal is you know I was um. I had some technical. I didn't have technical difficulties. It's hard to explain, but I was I was DJing. It was a great party. Allison had through an amazing event. Great crowd, open bar. She made all these desserts and sweets from her cookbook that just came out. It's a real who's who of the culinary world, as well as every gay person in Brooklyn that has money. <laughs> 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 all right so rich gays and every, all the all the back of house staff that could lose 15 pounds and then <laughs> then then andy baragani looking fucking hot being being yeah. uh being himself with the blonde hair yeah i can i it's like i was there with that description it was like it's like i was there okay i'm sorry go ahead little andy was snatched it was all <laughs> it was all happening if if hunter didn't take a picture of you you weren't doing it right mm -hmm. but the problem for me as as the entertainment for the night, I was DJing on equipment that was not what I'm used to because and okay. it was it's a little hard to explain to a, a lay person because it doesn't sound like that big of a deal and it's not really that big of a deal on paper, but it was a perfect storm of things that made me just a little aggravated or uneasy or just it was difficult for me so you're you're telling me that audiophile um and known vinyl lover james murphy stocked his club night moves with i don't know cl clunky vintage rotary equipment that could make a modern <laughs> a modern dj like yourself have have issues playing uh you know passion fruit well <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's like this. This this mixer is designed for passion pit, not passion fruit. <laughs> you got the wrong passion, bitch. Got him. Yeah, I got the wrong passion. So basically, it was the juxtaposition of, like you said, a rotary mixer, and a lot of people don't know what that is. But basically, long story short, it's just a uh, a very expensive audio file like handmade in in somewhere mm -hmm. in switzerland or whatever by some mm -hmm. a guy in berlin or something like that you know it's a very expensive it's for like a five thousand dollar mixer like super designer boutique but but i want to be clear with this this handmade mixer no one like needs this this is this is just a preference in like i want to stunt yeah yeah like yeah. the same way you could listen to sonos like a normal person but some people spend five grand on the ohas it's right just a, it's a thing you either want or you don't want. yeah it's just one of those like okay. for when you need to take it one step further and and there are a lot of amazing djs who are able to use it in a way that is is <laughs> the same way and just that, to be clear the same way where it's like <laughs> 
I'm uh, you know, I'm just used to driving a Tesla every day, and then Davide comes over with one of his Fiat's from 1938, and you're like, yeah, I could feel the road really well, but also like I'm gonna die, like, and yeah, sure, you know, so it was kind of like that, and I, so I, I've never used this mixer. I don't. It's it's literally just a wooden box that has like mm. 38 knobs on it. That you just turn. There's no real. Oh, oh, you're supposed to. So it's it's not labeled. So it's supposed to be for the heads. But obviously, you're gonna need a little time to acclimate with something like that. <sighs> yeah. Well, if I was like DJing, uh, you know, the cat the cat bar in Tokyo and in, in, in three in the afternoon, <laughs> that's one thing. But like, it's a pitch black nightclub with no lights going on, and it's just like here's sure. here's 37 knobs that you can turn and figure it out while you're DJing for a bunch of people who are yelling at you to play even gayer music. Yeah, that, and that's that's tough for you because I know you brought USB sticks full of Kylie Minogue um, you know, for, yeah. for this crowd. All right, Honey, that's my sweet spot. But I'm sure, uh, and then, I'm sure the, you, found and then the your, issue, you found your seat. The issue, the issue, I did not. The issue with that, <laughs> it, in addition, is they take this $5,000 mixer mm-hmm. and then they they have turntables that you would use but then if you want to use you know if we want to play off the usb like i do mm-hmm. they have these two i think it's an issue of of real estate there's not enough really room for for what i'm used to using so they pair this you know expensive piece of designer mixer equipment with like two like the two cdjs that you get when you're like a 15 year old and you ask your parents for a setup okay okay like, so you're like, saying like more more toy than tool you're saying the high low mix went wrong and the dj them jeans suffered do you think any of these it, my, it just scrambled my wires do you think any of these line cooks or gay guys could could tell the difference or do you think they they'd had enough champagne and delicious no it was vittles? i was the only one i was my own worst enemy okay. to quote lit it was i was the only one who was really uh, you know classic virgo neuro, neuroticisms mm-hmm. going on everyone else was having a great time but you know i'm a perfectionist mm-hmm. in the when i'm working <laughs> and oh god okay <laughs> relax big big dog relax okay only only when i'm uh, djing and making a sandwich am i an, an, an actual perfectionist not in any other parts of life where it could be beneficial to, towards the future of yourself but it it really got to me and i was upset and i was trying to hold it together but it it really like affected me and i was frustrated because i wasn't able to do you know even half of a good of a as a job as i really wanted to sure but again if if the i was handicapped if the dance floor is wilding and none the wiser it's a still a victory for tj and more so a victory for um chef allison roman i would guess yeah no yeah it's a it's a victory for everyone except for my bruised dj ego but i will be okay with it but the the issue is i was i woke up this morning to a nosebleed like that was my alarm clock like 7 a.m okay so okay so blood's coming out of my face okay okay so you text me all alarmed you got a nosebleed my first question obviously is like is the coke that bad you know what i mean like that's where my head goes you claim last night was the only night this trip where i didn't do drugs I, I just want to say this because you claim that you didn't do drugs, and I just want to make sure you're doing that on the record here on How Long Gone. You're saying this nosebleed is because... My hand to God. Okay, so you, you've never gotten nosebleeds in your life, and conveniently, 
on a day no 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 my whole my whole childhood growing up i got nosebleeds a lot but they were they were kind of like allergy related okay and i believe this one was a dehydration related nosebleed okay so you've been having so many negronis so many he leaking so you okay and and the negronis you know the cigs the the weather you know it's cold so like the heater's on everywhere you go it's sucking all the moist air I didn't bring my fucking humidifier. It's tough. First, first mistake is an influence. You always travel with your molecule. Uh, <laughs> but I'm, I guess I'm a little surprised. It was either that or the product code. I know you're bitch made, and you've proven that time and time again. And it's something I've come to love about you. But this is this feels this feels extreme to me. This feels extreme. And I knew. Wait, I'll <laughs> let you finish your thought unless you're done. Oh, are you finished or are you done? I'm finished. <laughs> no, I'm. I just didn't know if you were gonna <laughs> sprinkle in a little Maldon on no, that. No, no, no. You... I'm done. I, no, no, I'm done. Please, please. Okay. Well, I knew as as blood was gushing from my skull, uh-huh. mouth, and nose. Mm-hmm. I knew that I had the <laughs> the presence of mind, <laughs> the fourth foresight. Uh, I was thinking like Scotty Pippen on the court. I knew this was going to happen, so I did take photos. Okay, so, of, okay, <laughs> of, of the situation. So I do have the bloody receipts. You have proof because you knew that I might doubt the validity of your claims. Yeah, of course, because it's not okay. the first time that's happened. Uh, you're the first time I've <laughs> look. I am not a woman in your life. I respect when a man gets sick or doesn't feel well. I don't I I, I just think that it's funny <laughs> because a nose a nosebleed is kind of let's be honest, it's a little bit of a, you know, something that happens to a child. Yeah, that's right. Or someone who did too much coke and one of those things uh-huh. is 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 something that could happen to you. <laughs> and one of and, the- <laughs> and since I'm so adamantly clear on how I did not do coke, yeah. the only other uh, yeah. option is that I am a child. Yeah, and I just don't I've seen you, you're pretty big. You know what I mean? It just doesn't look. You don't look like a child. So I'm just. I'm just. It's confusing to me. And, so, yeah, and since you know how old I am, <laughs> I do have a scan of your driver's license and passport on my computer as the tour manager. You so do. I, you I do. do have proof of your age, and now you're saying you have proof of your nosebleed, and you claim you didn't do coke. So it's just something's not adding up. But that's not really. I guess. Okay. Well, then that that being said, would you like to see a photo? No, I'm good. I believe you. I just, I just think I, I believe you, and I think you did have a nosebleed. I just, I guess I've never having it. I've never had a nosebleed, so I'm not really sure if it's maybe as um, dehabilitating as you claim. That that's all I'm saying. Yeah, I understand that. I understand it, but I it it was that's less all. of like I didn't even feel hungover. I didn't have a headache. Um, but what I did have was like once you see that amount of blood leaving your body, it turns you. Like it makes you sick, you know what I mean? It's like a yeah, yeah. You it's feel like a weird. crazy yeah, response no, that, and and basically, Carolyn was was at like a uh, she was like at like a, a meeting, and I called her, and I was like, <laughs> "You gotta." I basically like you know in in like in, in a movie when somebody accidentally kills somebody, and they're like, "All right, I'll I'll call my guy." Yeah, and like and some guy a character actor gets on the phone, and he's like, "All right." Yeah. Don't move the body. Um, and he shows up. He's got garbage, garbage bags, duct tape, yeah. bleach, <laughs> sure, gloves, yeah. all that shit. Yeah, I more or less did like the pussy version of that. I was like, I need um, uh, liquid IV. <laughs> um, 
So you asked, but I, I, you but asked, I really did. You asked her <laughs> to hit did. the high-end bodega for some some sugar to kind of get your blood right and get you feeling good. But and but I was, and she was kind of laughing at me on the phone because she knew that I had a bloody nose, and she's like, "All right, well, good luck with your little thingy. I'm going to go to my meeting now." And I was like, and then I called her using that same bitchy voice, and she's laughing at me walking down fucking Houston or whatever like yeah I'll go to Whole Foods and get you get used to your fucking blah 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 whatever and she walks in and she's like it looks like you killed a hooker in this bathroom <laughs> so so you couldn't just what what's the problem you don't know how to fucking plug a nose like you couldn't get some toilet tissue I'm sure they have that oh I'm I'm on roll number three of toilet paper two boxes of tissues okay. seven towels but are we done now do you think it's done I, I don't know. I mean, it. it I don't know. <laughs> I, I wish I, I, I could. Chris, I wish I, I could say. I don't, I don't fucking know, man. I don't know. I don't fucking know. I don't. I wish I could say, but this this has been an odd intro to a the the podcast episode today that you're going to listen to. Truly has nothing to do with me um, bleaching the the bathroom tiles of a hotel room. Thank God, uh, we did. We were able to talk to. Uh, Matt Berenger, you know him as the the singer of the National, uh, a Chris favorite uh, since a band that weirdly I like didn't listen to, and then um, Jake Davis actually was a huge fan and played it for me years and mm -hmm. years ago, and I was like, I got it. It finally clicked for me. Much like my nosebleeds, it came to you later in life. It came to me late. It came to me later in life. High Violet is obviously kind of the, in my opinion, you know. Uh, the Peace Day Resistance, mm -hmm. um, but they're all pretty fucking good, and the new one is is no no different. First two pages of Frankenstein uh, comes out April twenty eighth, um, and uh, it is um, yeah, it's good. And we we were able to talk to Matt about the wild choice of living in Venice, um, <laughs> and also some of his kind of recent lyrical explorations, where he talks about Mountain Valley spring water, uh, the Afghan wigs. <laughs> um, his chick working at Condé Nast, relatable stuff. You know what I mean? Like, and, and also for all of our sweet tooth listeners, the first ten fifteen is just about candy. That's right. Yeah, just yeah. about <laughs> different candies that we like to eat. If you can imagine, this guy loves a high chew. You know, he's seen the world. But yeah, anyway. So we're making good use of our precious time with a singer of one of the most famous bands in the world to see. Yeah. What do you think about Red Vines? No, but but Matt is Matt's one of those great guys who's like known for being kind of like dark, like lyrically, and, and just like the overall vibe of the band is a little mm -hmm. bit like not in a goth way, in more of like a in touch with your emotions way. In a I'm so depressed I'm gonna come. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So for him to be for him to be uh a lot more kind of uh down to clown and just unserious mm -hmm. um, jovial jovial is is refreshing and that's like I just, it's nice when you uh, meet someone like this and talk to someone like this that you've been a fan of for so long and they actually are um they, they live up to it and they're able to kind of show different sides of themselves that's all yeah it's very imagine if there was a meme i'm using ai to create a meme right now and it's david duchovny in x files dave duchovny in californication mm -hmm. and that's the sort of duality of man that we're operating with here exactly exactly all right so uh let's talk to matt um and uh we'll be uh i guess that's it yeah we'll talk to matt how long gone bitch oh, oh yeah tickets on sale all the shows, 10 a.m. local local time today. We are going to Philadelphia. We're going to Chicago. We're going to Atlanta. Mm -hmm. We're doing Just Like Heaven Festival with our Golden Voice family uh, in, in beautiful Pasadena. 
and then we are going to London in August. Um, and don't ask us about other shows. We announce them in waves like professionals, you fucking bozos. Um, so uh, anyway, get your tickets. Uh, they will go fast, hopefully, in all these tertiary markets. Um, and uh, if you live in Chicago, don't come, don't, don't show up at the show with a knife because I don't play that game. I'm fists only. <laughs> One swing with a bat. That's all we allow. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Opening day joke from Jason. I knew he. Ha- I, I knew he had to squeeze one in. Uh, <laughs> all right. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, and uh, pray for me. Uh, my blood type is is B positive. <laughs> B po- <laughs> B positive is Jason's outlook on life as well as <laughs> as his blood type. It's his. That's new, the name of his- my therapist Venmo account. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's your new that's your new kind of mental health focused streetwear brand that you've been kind of beast. No, that's my mental health bee pollen gummy branch. I'm looking to secure four million dollars just to we're, get the manufacturing we're, we're off the ground. Round and it's not going great, um, but we're working on it. There's a we we killed a lot of bees. There's it's mostly for legal fees at this point. <laughs> All right, how long gone? Uh, enjoy the conversation with Matt. <laughs> Hey there, overwhelmed foodies. Are you drowning in a sea of meal kit options, feeling like you're in a bad dating game where every contestant looks the same? Fear not, because amidst the chaos, there's one shining star worth your culinary affection. Home Chef is not just another fish in the meal kit sea. They're the gourmet catch that you've been dreaming of. Say goodbye to swiping left on lackluster meals and swipe right for the one brand that will make your taste buds swoon. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef design recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. Whether you prefer classic meal kits with pre-portioned ingredients and easy instructions, speedy recipes ready in less than 30 minutes, oven-ready kits with pre-chopped ingredients, I like to chop myself, or quick microwave meals that are assembled in minutes, Home Chef has you and your entire family covered for delicious meals, witty options per week, and serves a variety of dietary needs, so you don't have to worry about what to make ahead of time. I'm keto now. Not only is it convenient, but it is also economical. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 per month on groceries. Mamma mia. For a limited time, Home Chef is offering my listeners... Our listeners, 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert faux life at homechef.com slash how long. That's homechef.com slash how long for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash how long must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. How Long Gone is brought to you by Nutrafol. As you know, you know, hair thinning is quite complicated. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health. Uh oh, and internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and most importantly, grows. Nutrafol's whole body approach multi targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker, stronger hair. Go ahead, give it a tug. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth suppy with over 1 million people seeking thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with considerably less shedding thank god take the first step to visibly thicker healthier hair for a limited time nutrafol is offering our listeners ten dollars off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to nutrafol.com and enter the promo code how long all one word find out why over 4500 healthcare professionals and stylists and professional stylists recommend nutrafol for healthier hair nutrafol.com spelled n-u-t R-A-F-O-L. 
I got Raph on the nut. <laughs> dot com promo code how long? That's neutral. Dot com promo code how long? How long gone is brought to you by our dear friends at BetterHelp, Jason. BetterHelp, you know, the summer travel season is coming up. Luckily, my BetterHelp therapist also fancies themselves a bit of a travel agent. So for maybe the first half of our sweet sessions, we were spent off, obviously off clock going through, you know, hotels, ferries, <laughs> car rentals, restaurant recommendations. It's as if I have two wives. I have two wives inside of me. And, uh, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, so uh, it, it is a fun way to find and connect different therapists. You get one that you really like. You guys are gossiping. You guys are chit-chatting. You guys are talking about your personal interests. Next thing you know, it's time to actually do the work. So it feels good building those uh, mental health relationships with people you actually like. And on BetterHelp, there are so many different therapists to choose from i don't like anyone if you're thinking of starting <laughs> therapy give better help a try it's entirely online designed to be convenient flexible and suited to your schedule just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge get it off your chest with better help visit betterhelp.com how long today to get 10 percent off your first month that's better help h-e-l-p.com slash how long nice are you a cat guy? I think so. I think I'm bec- I've become a cat guy. Yeah. <laughs> Are you coming out as a cat guy for the first time, or is this something that you've talked about publicly before? Um, I don't think I've talked about it. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, this is. I, I think this is. Um, how many? How many cats are we holding? You said you had two. We have two <laughs> twin cats. They're brothers. They were they were uh, bottle fed, and so they are. Uh, we got them as rescues. Mm-hmm. And so they're the m- most ridiculously cuddly little things. They just they sleep on you all the time, and like they they've never scratched. I mean, they they murder birds, you know, <laughs> sure, on, sure. on an hourly basis. They, they would never hurt Dada, <laughs> though, is what you're saying. No, yeah, they're the sweetest. <laughs> but they, they bring in. They brought in a hummingbird half alive the other day, and. Uh, it just got worse from there. I don't want to tell you what happened to that hummingbird, but um, <laughs> I, I didn't take you as a cat guy. But I guess you know people change with age, and I think that's something that that I'm recognizing because I'm sure you didn't have a cat in your 20s. No, no, I didn't. Um, I, I like dogs. I think I, I, I think I um, have always sort of associate, like sort of felt more like a dog and associated more with like the dog vibe and the dog <laughs> mentality. But I think I needed, I needed men. You're nothing but a big old dog at the end of the day. Just, you know, that, that kind of hyper kind of, um, vibe is you've licked a face before is what you're saying. Right. <laughs> yeah. Not like a cool dog, more like just an annoying, you know, runs in circles and, and you know, whatever, just, uh, uh, yeah, sloppy, lazy, annoying dog. Um, sure, okay. But, okay. The ca- but the cats have this have a vibe that I'm like, I need more of that. I need more of that. Just like, just chill and kind of, you know, the, the they don't give a fuck about anything really. And, and they're soothing. Yeah. Do you have you named your cats as fun as you name your song titles? No, uh, they're they're named Lou and Moose. <laughs> Damn, good. Those name, are pretty. Cla- those really are pretty good. classic. I feel like kind of straight ahead. That that's not. They're just. Yeah. That's a good quality name. I feel like. Is this yeah. a Lou? Is Lou Reed being referred to here? No, no, no. just no. <laughs> just love uh, the name. Lou. The kid on our new album, uh, his name is Lou. Uh, 
Lou Salamini, and I, but but uh, I didn't name name my my friend's child after our <laughs> or cat after our friend's child. But. Lou is get, Lou Lou is giving a little bit of kind of like midwestern alcoholic bar fly. Lou is definitely well. I, I mean the I mean we could talk about my two cats for the whole time. <laughs> I mean, uh, no, but the, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, the, word, the thing is, that I I actually can't get their names straight for some reason. Moose looks like a loo, and the loo looks like a moose, and so I switch <laughs> them up all the time. Those cats don't speak English, anyways. It doesn't fucking matter, right? Yeah, <laughs> they don't, yeah, they don't give a shit. It's good thing I only have one kid. I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to keep, keep them straight. Yeah, <laughs> I w- I remember being a kid, and I, like my I would hear my grandma. Or my mom like call me by my brother's name or vice versa and i would be like yeah it's really not that hard guys i don't understand how you keep fucking this up and then when you turn 40 you're like oh damn i'm surprised i don't do this more often like i forget my wife's name half the time <laughs> like, you know uh like i'll be, I'll be at a party and like i will be at a party and i'm like oh, this is my wife uh and uh, 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 she'll be grin and i'll be like okay. you give it a little you give it a beat you know you gotta give it a beat <laughs> I'm not good at small talk. I, everything just shuts down. I was at a party. Oh god, I was at a party, and I can't hear anything in parties. And like you know, it's, I think it's tinnitus and everything. But I, mm-hmm. I just, I was just having. I had, I had a series of nonstop conversations where I just saw lips moving and just like smiling and nodding along. And <laughs> and uh, yeah, I left. I was like, I don't know if I'll ever be able to go to a party ever again or a bar <laughs> or anything. I just you're saying you're done. I mean, parties, I, I like them, but I feel like mm-hmm. they can they can be overwhelming. You know, I, I don't. Yeah, especially if you can't hear anything that can be discombobulating. Matt, have you tried Molly water? <laughs> <laughs> I highly, it really no, breaks the ice. Uh, no, but. but. Matt, you it'll turn a some... bad party good real quick. <laughs> is it quick. just a sipper? You just like sip a, a sip a thing of water with a little molly in it. Well, know. there's there's a few. Sometimes you can do like my girlfriend had her bachelorette this yeah. weekend. Hopefully her mom's not listening, but she she took like a kind of like a Nalgene sports bottle, yeah. you know, that you'd fill up with yeah. water, a sporty and rich or something, you know, and then filled it up with water, a little bit of the molly powder, and then you can kind of dole out by the shot yeah. to kind of control your dosage versus just like a Mm-hmm. you know cross your fingers and hope for the best that sounds that sounds really great i mean be, um, it's nice right i've never done molly and and uh and yeah i don't know why not honestly what are you doing tonight matt right i, I don't know <laughs> i got a, I got a dj at night moves let me know if you want to go i'm a list. big fan of like you know shrooms and microdosing and all that 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 kind of thing um although uh yeah i, I it's, it's one of those things that like you, you do it, you're like wow i'm gonna i'm gonna why don't I do this every day? And then, which is, it has the opposite. It's like, for some reason, like I always remember how, how, how much fun mushrooms are, but, but then I, I kind of, I very rarely feel like doing it. It's not like this, you know, it's the opposite of cigarettes or whatever. Like you, yeah. cigarettes are disgusting. And like from the second you smoke and, and, uh, but five minutes later, you want another one, and and they're never satisfying. They're just always awful. But <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I think I think taking mushrooms, it's it's kind of like work, mental and physical, that you have to psych yourself up to. Yeah, because it is. Yeah, it's true. There, there is a little bit. You of know a, exactly what's going to happen when you smoke a cigarette. You're going to be like, I feel good, then I feel bad, right. repeat forever, and that's it. But with mushrooms, you're like, I could like end up in the hospital tonight. There's like a chance, you know. <laughs> yeah. Are your experiences on mushrooms that differing? You know what I mean? Are they that different? Or is it usually like a baseline good with some peaks and valleys? You know what I mean? 
I don't. I mean, I haven't. I haven't done like a like a proper, you know, serious like, yeah, uh, yeah. dose of, of mushrooms. A God's around. dose. But, but I, <laughs> I kind of I know what to expect. I kind of know, you know, with 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 uh, how much of the like, how I know exactly like one cap and stem will do. You know, <laughs> you know, an average yeah. size cap and stem. I was like, that's that's pretty good. Average size, average. I like how I like that you're still a cap and stem guy showing your age. You're not on some bullshit chocolates. You're not on some tea. Yeah, you don't you you don't work in milligrams. I'm not I'm not a fan of the chocolates that much cuz often they just like the worst tasting chocolate you've ever had. And I'm just like <laughs> I just give me I'll just eat the mushroom. But yeah, no, I my my thing <laughs> my thing was like one cap and stem and one high chew. You know, it just is just and then, <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's really that's, a, that's so smart. That's a good actually. recipe. What flavor high chew are we working with? So you're you're making deconstructed gummies, is what you're saying? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <laughs> kinda. Yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, you got to be careful with high chews. Some of them, some of them are really, really bad. Um, really, I haven't met a high chew I don't like. I have. Go on. There's a preach on that, brother. There's someone. There's some that have like like have the the duotone. There's like some sort of inner. Inner, and maybe it's like a cola or a soda thing. It's mm. not that. But anyway, there's a there's a few of them. Be careful. That, like, um, yeah, I'm, I'm I stick with the tropicals. <laughs> I, I'm not a candy guy at all, Matt. And a high chew. If you're in the right mood, you're you're just fragile enough. Mm-hmm. And you can't you can't. It's like eating popcorn at the movies. You just keep popping them because it's such a pleasant texture in your mouth it's, there's nothing else quite like it you know they nailed it it really takes a shit they on a starburst it. i mean starburst starburst or you know uh a, whatever you know a cousin starburst is for boys high choose for men high choose are it's a superior it's a superior experience for sure <laughs> I, i'm a big uh twizzler nibs guy i like the nibs i like regular twizzlers too but what's the nibs. A, hold on what's a twizzler nib is just a poppable Kind of smaller, yeah, it's like, a little, it's like a little Twizzler nugget. It doesn't have the striations. It's more of a smooth. It's like a, it's an inch. Uh, you've seen them. So, okay, so no, I, no, I'm not. Chris, you know, you've seen them. Well, I'm glad because a lot of people are are really kind of staunch red vine sympathizers. Uh, I hate, and that. I always found those to be disgusting. Twizzlers very superior, and I'm glad you're on that correct team. Yeah, I don't know the red, the red, the red vine contrarians are, are you know, <laughs> here come on. Yeah, who hurt them? The public school system, yeah. likely. Blend <laughs> schools. Yeah, red vines give like West Coast energy to me. I think it is. It feels it feels that like way. West Coast yeah, to me. A lot of yeah, movie theaters. It's hard to. It's it's all it's all red vines out here. Uh, I'm, I'm like, uh, what's the agenda? What's the agenda here? That's what <laughs> it I, seems <laughs> regional, um, which is one of my. It's it's like why In and Out hasn't made it past like Arizona. You know, they can't get. The uh-huh. level of, of supplies they need to make that quality of food on the East Coast. They don't even have tomatoes in Nebraska yet. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's it's hard for them. Doesn't survive the shipping. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I forgot you live you live in L.A., right? Yeah. No shit. I've I've recently kind of relocated here myself. Did you find the transition difficult or, or did you dive right in and get a Volvo S90? <laughs> I loved the transition. I was ready uh, to leave Brooklyn, definitely. And our daughter was four, and uh, yeah, and so we spent the ten, last ten years out here. Oh, it's been that long. Shit, I didn't realize yeah. that. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, I know, I know. It's been, it's. I've lived, I've, I've, I've been out here for a long time, and um, it's starting to get time for, uh, I think, a new change too. She's a, like, you know, 
her daughter's about to go to high school and stuff like that. And we're, oh, wow. we're uh, thinking of, of, uh, you know, trying some new, new things. Um, it is a, the, the, not having to work at an office, um, or do you're connected to any sort of, you know, you know, specific location of the job is kind of cool. Um, so, so are we thinking Austin, what's going on? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I feel like, I, I think you do know, but you don't want to say, which is fine. Yeah. I told yeah, her, that's fine. I told her daughter that, that like, we're just going to keep, cause we, I, we have one, one kid and, and, uh, and I was like, "Can you just get, work, just keep following your kid? Where, like wherever they go to school, just like get a little townhouse <laughs> in town, or you know, <laughs> or ne- next to the dorm, and then just I just like I kind of always want to be like like a forty five minute drive from her, no matter what. She like, she absolutely hates you. Yeah, well, for sure. right now that, that idea she's fourteen. She's, <laughs> she's like, yeah, I love that idea. Yeah, and we'll see. We'll see in a year. Give so. it two years. I well, I like when bands get to that level where it's like we all live in far flung places and we only come yeah. together when it's time to kind of make music or make money. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I, it's like the Armageddon thing. Everybody comes together, like, you know, pulled yeah. back to the save the world. When, when, the, when the Saudi prince calls, all right, let's, yeah. all right, fine. I'll come, I'll come to Berlin oh, for this. Man. If it's a million, it's fine. I'll do it. I totally, uh, uh, yeah, we've never gotten any of those kind of, kind of, offers this saudi prince you're not yeah you oh really that's crazy (laughs) you're not you're not getting the same offers as drake matt that's so weird well there's got to be some type of prince in some country who is going to need to pay you guys you know 4.7 million dollars to play there yeah Yeah, which which oil baron has subscribed to the new yorker since (laughs) high school and really needs the the i'm thinking it's going to be kim jong-un you guys are going to go to north korea (laughs) do a quick set he's going to be like I don't get the lyrics, but I yeah. fucking just—I just love this guy, man. I don't know. <laughs> Bring him out. It'd be a weird Do five songs. It'd be a weird billionaire depressed pool party. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is uh, this is <laughs> we not really that though. We've we've done we've we've done a few like charity events at, at you know outside of um, uh, various sort of you know uh, bill- millionaires you know hosted places and and we played for charities by by pools um with people drinking it's it's, it's <laughs> kind of fun it's kind of so it's, it's a it's a good vibe do you, do you play your own songs or you just like do more kind of like party covers <laughs> no no we just play our own depressing songs and okay it's giving me we, yeah. I'm, I'm visualizing that that famous radio head at the mtv spring break performance where they're playing like creep in the sun and just looking so bummed and it's like <laughs> the crowd doesn't get it either it's yeah. just they, they had to be there i yeah. think i think matt's doing more like gwyneth paltrow and chris martin's house for breast cancer kind of <laughs> gala dinner thing yeah yeah a little more like that yeah. we've done gala dinners we've done <laughs> what do you what do you wear for that do you put on the board shorts like what is the no. look <laughs> I, I'm, I'm kind of confused do you perform what- in an open toe at least <laughs> yeah exactly no never done that never i don't know if anybody in our band has ever performed in shorts uh, nobody went through but somebody went through a barefoot phase i'm sure brian brian doesn't wear shoes yeah see, the drummer see i knew it's it. a drummer deal um yeah no i've never i've never done the, the shoeless yeah it's a drummer deal. thing yeah no I, yeah I, I i struggle with with how to put myself together for for a performance or for photo shoots or all that kind of stuff it's I really wish I really wish that there was some sort of you know I wish I was in clinic or kiss or something you know or, or you know BB's 
skeleton thing is like, oh, that was smart. You're the only person yeah. that has ever said those two things. Wow, you just the the range of <laughs> clinic from clinic to kiss is is wild. Mm-hmm. I, I I had to Shazam a clinic song like two weeks ago because I was like, I know this. I've heard this song five billion times. I don't remember, and then. My brain completely removed any knowledge of Clinic over the last you no, know, 15 yeah. years. But. No, they're, they're, I love Clinic. And, uh, I thought you were, but I thought you were kind of a uniform dresser. Like, I feel like I've seen you on stage in like all black, you know, or like a suit. Yeah, I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I used to wear suits and stuff. I've been, I've been going for the BJ Honeycutt look lately. I've been just like all, all like old vintage, you know, crappy beat up army. Mm-hmm. um stuff you know issued crap and uh and uh mm-hmm. it just feels yeah it just feels uh it feels like i don't have to think about it but uh no i wish i wish i wish i wish i could hide beside and so I, I i i often think i like i wonder what daft punk is doing with their helmets now i wonder if we could, <laughs> we could you guys you guys done with these those. you guys done with these <laughs> yeah i mean, just i just start wearing one one of them you know and I would probably alter it a little bit, so um, make it your own. Wouldn't want to steal their vibe. <laughs> I mean, I just, I don't. I think you know, you have, to, you also destroy these clothes because you're, you're sweating a lot. You know what I mean? You're spilling shit on them. Yeah. So it has to be kind of utilitarian, which I feel like the army surplus vibe works in that way. Yeah. You know. Also, I'm 52, and it's kind of like skinny jeans. Or it's, it's like, come on, man. I can see you getting it. I think you should talk to, you know, get one of, get your manager, your, you know, get them to talk to uh-huh. a brand. Let's get some custom suiting on you. If I can do it, you can do it. We've been down that road, actually. No, I, I don't see any reason why. I mean, unless you guys are doing Coachella at, uh, you know, 12, 15, but you, you should just wear a suit every time, uniform, dress in, don't think about it, put it on, you feel good, rock star, let's go. I mean, mm-hmm. that's what I do for a fucking live podcast. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You got a suit on? Yeah, yeah, well, when we first started doing live shows, Chris is sort of known as the, the sartorialist of the two, and I'm kind of the schlubby guy. <laughs> yeah. So on our first ever tour, I showed up and brought a suit, and I, I made... I, d- I decided at some point I'm I'm going to wear a suit every time we do a live stand-up show or a live podcast. He didn't tell me. Without didn't, telling him. He didn't tell me. He didn't tell me either. So I was like underprepared as we boarded the plane. And I think it was a tactic so that we weren't yeah. competing. It's uh, it's also because I have the same mindset as you. Like you're, you're nervous about a show. You want to perform really well. You want to remember everything. You want to do a great job. And if you're in your head about an uncomfortable outfit that ended up not working or some pants that don't fit right mm. or whatever, like it can... Re- it can fuck you up, it really especially can. if you're like a self-conscious person. Just that, it's not that comfortable, you know. I'm not. A, I don't love wearing a suit, but a, and Interpol, you know, we're, they 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 were practice right next to us, and and we we, we were always like, ah, you can't do the suits now. <laughs> Those motherfuckers are showing up for practice in suits. You know what I'm <laughs> they saying? Did. They did. Yeah, they they, they, they they take it serious. Did, did they wear a suit to the practice room? Really, Matt? They <laughs> always. Well, they don't so always sick. necessarily wear suits. Uh, Dan, I think Daniel kind of always wears a suits, but they, yeah. those, those, those guys like always were, were put together. So like really, it, it was great. It was great. I mean, with Carlos, the suit stays on during sex, we assume, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, if, if they're not wearing a suit in, in the, uh, the Williamsburg 
practice studio then they're wearing at least a tucked in dress shirt yeah and a nice yeah, belt or something yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I remember i saw daniel in a restaurant in barcelona because i think he li- lives there part-time yeah he was he was wearing a suit yeah and i was like this motherfucker keeps it real on brand eight o'clock yeah. on a tuesday night looks good every yeah. time i've seen him he's, he's, he's it he's, looks good he's, yeah i mean the thing is that does it it the the idea of a suit is that if it's made properly it is comfortable. Yeah. You know, that's the whole thing. Yeah. And I think you, but I still think it takes 10,000 hours to get there. Like Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, those guys have just like, like, uh, you know, it's sort of like everybody looks kind of like an idiot in the suit compared to them, you know? Nick, Nick Cave, Nick Cave has also mastered kind of the long hair, but also sort of bald thing, which is, yeah. you have to, you have to yeah. be on a stage to pull that off. You have to be so famous. hard, you can't, so hard to pull. You that can't off. just rock that, yeah. you know, as as a, a project manager. It doesn't work the same way, yeah. you know. Our whole band, all of us. Uh, <laughs> Brian's got a thick, a thick rug still, kind of, kind of <laughs> decent. But the rest of us are all are, are all like, yeah, creative. Like, how do we? How do you? How do you own it? I mean, like, is it, you know, those guys all uh, kind of own own that it look and like we're trying to like you know gracefully um <laughs> embrace our uh whatever aesthetic we get cooking now <laughs> whatever you would call it but i, I feel like you got, I, I feel like there hasn't it ain't easy yeah i mean i feel like there hasn't been a huge look shift i feel like you had short short hair at one point you know which is easier uh-huh. to, easier to maintain i think in some ways well at a, at a certain point i think once you hit an age you're like all right am i are we are we plucking the grays are we dying the beard are we going oh natural are right. we owning it there's a lot of decisions that have to be made yeah and i think a lot of those i mean i'm not going to speak to anybody's personal <laughs> habits but i think a lot of them you know like uh do do a lot of, of maintenance yeah. you know and colorizing and, and more maintenance than you'd believe of course please tell me that you know nick caves nick caves botox guy please not, tell me that <laughs> i'm not gonna tell any of these 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 I'm, secrets well nick, the- <laughs> nick cave's been dying his hair since 83 yeah so that's yeah, not really yeah. that the idea that you have secrets on indie rock luminaries and what they do is pretty what funny they, that's a that's a fun that's, well, every, you know. that's a funny that's a funny idea i think i think a good case study for you to to follow might be morrissey i think he's done a good job <laughs> of owning his yeah. kind of fat shittiness uh <laughs> You know what I mean? Like he gets that shirt off. He does. He, I do. He looks. He he looks good. <laughs> the out on the yeah. outside, he's, he looks the out- like he he's never looked worse. He's never looked worse in his life, but he still looks good because he has that. He owns it. Yeah, he owns that look. He's like, here's my fucking fat ass, bitch. Yeah, don't eat the wings. I saw him in Vegas pretty recently, and he still took the shirt off and did the whole thing and i was like oh, really yeah it was amazing yeah. like he takes off the gucci yeah. dress shirt the fans still rush the stage and you know try to hide a piece of it in their mouth you know it was the full <laughs> yeah the full experience that i've seen at this point in my life 10 times and it did it it did feel a little really? like yeah. maybe keep the shirt on you know but it's the <laughs> That's part of his. No, that's the beauty. That's the animal magnetism that he has, where women yeah. and uh, and some men are looking at him, just like, you know, he's got his big belly greased up with veganaise or whatever, and they're like, <laughs> "This looks like my fucking dad," but I am so compelled to just fuck this guy for some reason, you know? No, it's it's uh, it's unbelievable. <laughs> there's there's never been anyone like it. But that show is really. I mean, I, I was at Caesar's Palace alone to see Morrissey, uh, so it was a it was a dark time for me. Obviously, Suicide yeah. Watch. 
all of that sounds kind of kind of incredibly dark and, <laughs> and, and amazing though <laughs> well let me let me t- <laughs> it's very fear and loathing actually what you say the, that. the shows in vegas are so straight we, we played a show in vegas where there were the avn awards were right next to where <gasps> everybody was staying in the same hotel right yeah and so it was like it was it was like a, just a great mixture of national fans and like and porn stars everywhere you know I didn't recognize a single person. I, I promise you. Of course, not. I didn't recognize no, of any not. of those of adult not. entertainers from my uh, from my <laughs> Google Chrome. Bill. I don't have any T-shirts of, of of those people. Not a single uh, soul. But the and they usually do the AVN awards at the same time as the CES Consumer Electronics. Oh really? Um, fair thing because it's like all these like computer engineer nerds who are like ready to yeah you know pay for sex they're dropping they're dropping like the new playstation is kind of the headlining event at ces right so that's that's a twisted combo of avn fans consumer electronics manufacturers and national fans all (laughs) in all in las vegas i i hate to say this but i think there might be more crossover with the ces crowd and the national fans than the avn crowd and the and the national fans (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, it's a good that is you're like i'm not sure i'm not totally sure actually well now that you say that have you seen any any footage of uh an adult dancer dancing to one of your songs um ever ever been tagged in one of those tiktoks um no no okay (laughs) That's a that's a that's a common thing with the Deftones, you yeah. know, Jason. So so maybe well with a lot of bands. Is it? I've never. I didn't know that was like a thing, but I guess that makes sense. No, if I'm like uh, if I'm like fucked up at Jumbos and some someone goes up and um, here's Nine Inch Nails or something like that, I'm like, okay, let's go. You know, I'm yeah, like, that's true. That's or true. even an Interpol song or something like that, it works. But your your music is you have you have songs that somebody could do something erotic to i speaking of erotic um, <laughs> <laughs> i was at a i was at um zebulon um and here in la uh, a few nights ago what and i what the hell were I, you doing at zebulon it's one of the most erotic parking lots i've ever smoked cigarettes in, in my entire life <laughs> yeah were you smoking cigarettes in the parking lot what were you doing uh there to see a band a friend of mine my friend charlie was playing and, and my friend Rombo was playing but the, there was i got there pretty early and um and kind of went back in the room and i was just kind of sitting sort of over by the side by the by the to the, to the side of the stage and and uh, there were about fifty or maybe a hundred people in there, maybe not even quite that many. And um, and I sat down, and 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 uh, one of the first performers, there was a woman who played played a, a acoustic guitar, was really wonderful. But then f- that she was followed by another woman who just brought out a a uh, just like a like a, a sequencer and 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 did some beats and just created some beats right there. And she just had a microphone and some pedals on the floor, and she did some some sequencing and did something in. And then there's also a pole, a stripper pole that uh, I think she had brought with her, which was sort of like okay. set up on the platform next to it. And so she would create her own music. And then, and then she was wearing like sweatpants and stuff. And then, and kind of would start to like kind of warm up and do like a bit of a pole thing, and then go add more. And so she kept going back into building these songs and getting getting recordings from the crowd and looping it into this thing. And then she would slowly, uh, and then she took off her sweatpants. And so, but her mom. A woman sat right next to me, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and she said, I'm "She so sat next proud to me." Of her. And she's she sat next to me, and she said, "She said I don't bite." And uh, was the first thing she said, <laughs> she said, she, said she, was, "She was great. She was great." She was, so I was talking to her, and I didn't know it was the woman's on. And mm-hmm. then, and so it was just the two of us. And there's about, like I said, that like there's about fifty or seventy five people kind of 
oh, like standing around in the room, just kind of talking. And I think, I think a bunch of people knew who I was or saw. I could just, I get a sense that I. Mm-hmm. But so we're watching, and then, and then, but the woman says, she says, actually, my phone isn't working. Could you film this? Um, <laughs> oh, no. Because her, her, yeah, her oh, stepdad's gonna cherish this. That's what she said. <laughs> And so I start, I start filming with my, I'm like, sure. And I'm kind of like, with okay. your phone, so, with your phone, with my phone. Yeah. And you're and like, so, where's Ashton Kutcher at? Come out. And I was really <laughs> close to her too. So it was just like, I was just like, I was in my head. I was like, does everybody see me? Because like, I didn't pull out my phone for the guitar player right before her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But suddenly mm-hmm. when this woman mm-hmm. starts on the pole, Matt, Matt Bernier pulls out his phone 10 feet away and starts filming the whole thing. The, the Brooklyn <laughs> vegan headline tomorrow morning. Spotted at Zebulon filming, <laughs> f- filming it was, strip performance. It was actually a really cool performance. Uh, and then I, I, I texted it to her mom, but it was... It was one of those things. I was like, "I'm not. Am I supposed to film the whole thing, the whole the whole strip tease?" For, like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I was too close. <laughs> filming a <laughs> filming a strip tease for someone's stepdad is an interesting request to a stranger. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. it was cool though. It was it was it was you know it was she was making she was she was it, she was making some interesting. She was really good at both. That's the thing. She was like. She was she wasn't faking it on either. Mm. She was a really good musician and a really incredible pole dancer too. <laughs> I like that. I like that she was going. I like that she was combining Ed Sheeran style looping with pole dancing uh-huh. at Zebulon. Yeah. It's kind of a no, full it's, circle. To me, it sounds like you just described FKA Twigs Tiny Desk concert. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, yeah, it was cool though. It was really cool. Do you do you live on the east side? Yeah. I'm mean, sorry, sorry, no, West Side. I live on the West. I live in Venice. You're a whoa, 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 West yeah. Side guy. I am. Yeah. I'm honestly blown away by that. I thought you might have been. I could see you being a Pasadena uh-huh. cat. Pasadena is cool. I'm thinking Beachwood for him, but Venice is cool, bro. Yeah. I like the I like the the crystal shops and I and I <laughs> yeah and um I, I, there's 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 the old magic around here is um is I like the vibe. It's ripe with Duchovny energy. <laughs> yeah, yeah you're, that you're, house, the California house, the California education house is not far far from here. In, uh, a known landmark. Yeah. Venice though has gone through. I just feel like we I, we talk about this sometimes because I remember when Venice was like. Abbott Kenny was like the hottest neighborhood in the world. Like this is the number one place to be. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, it's not that. So I yeah. imagine that's better for you as a resident. I will. I mean, I I've always thought Abbott Kenny. Even even yeah. Sometimes you you go down there and on on a, on a weekend and it's and it's you know it's just uh, it is is hyper mm. hip you know. But then again, <laughs> I'm not complaining. I get I get an awesome coffee, credible donuts, made you know sure. everything. I need a sweater. It's all there. <laughs> Everything. You know, there's a Tom's shop. You know, although I think the Tom's shop is gone. Sure. But um, I, I can't. Co- I like. I like the little luxuries. I like to walk. I mean, I like to walk places and get what I need and walk home. That's my thing. I, I mean, once. Yeah, that's that's the Brooklyn vibe. I still. I was gonna like, say that's why I I think that's why we landed in West Hollywood for a similar reason. Uh-huh, it's like yeah. I can I can like actually walk to stuff. Yeah. And if you live in New York for long enough, you just are kind of like wired. Yeah. To do to do that. Yeah. You know, uh, f- for better or worse. Yeah. Matt, do you, do you have a longboard skateboard? No. <laughs> okay. No, I tried to learn how to surf, and that was uh, yeah, it was too much for me. It's too too cold, too wet. <laughs> too, <laughs> 
too much water. <laughs> I checked out the ocean. Too much water. <laughs> too much water. It's really, it's really salty. I There's a lot of it. I, I, I had no idea it was going to be this salty. Who said? <laughs> they try to warn you, but there's no way of really knowing. <laughs> when you get to this, when you get to this age, because this is happening to me now, because I'm, we're like in our, I, I just turned forty, like a, you know, six months ago. Yeah. Everybody starts telling you how you got to surf, man. You got to yeah. try it. You would love it. And I'm like, I don't I don't think I would. It's the working man's golf. If you did and you did love it, you'd be it would be a really good thing, but it, it, it's um it's just it's really hard. What can I tell you? I, just, I I would love it if I didn't suck at it so much, you know. What kind of what kind of exercise are we doing? I do a lot of bike riding and and uh yeah, that's kind of my like thing. you're like spandex road bike guy or you mean more of a cruise uh much more of weaving like you know this you know <laughs> with, you're a weaver I, you know i, I yeah and I'm, I'm i'm definitely i don't try to get anywhere fast i just I, I, you know okay i'm very much uh i like to smoke weed and and, and go on a long meanderous uh ride to nowhere and back you know um Hell yeah. Yeah, you sound like jason i'm t- I'm I taking agree. pre-workout and trying to get my give myself a hernia, you know, on the squat rack, and you guys are just kind of <laughs> right. like smoking a little herb you, and though. strolling. It, it sounds it, it's it's two sides of the same coin, I guess. In some yeah. ways, I mean, you get a workout; it's relaxing. You do some pondering, and in the middle of it, you stop to eat a burrito or something like that. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. ride. And then you you have to ride home or else you won't be home. Yeah. So then you're forced to just do it all over again. It's, That's true. it's beautiful. No, it's I true. definitely I definitely think uh, uh, weed really does uh, is is a, is good for exercising. I know a lot of people that just like it's like you know runners and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And just it's mm-hmm. it's a it's a it is a um, it is it is a catalyst for kind of like getting in the zone a little bit, and it's a good it's a good way yeah. to do it. I think I I do it. I work out high on, on an edible every single day. Yeah, it yeah. It, it helps you create the mind body connection. Yeah, yeah, good for you. <laughs> Not to sound terrible, you're so full. You're so full of shit, but I also think it's true. It's true, bro. No, I mean, I that's know, how I, know, I, I know. that's how I get good form. Yeah, it, I, it reminds me to have good form. Do you listen to music though, or are you trying to be lost in your thoughts? Sometimes I will listen to to uh, music. Sometimes, yeah, it, it, yeah, I will listen to like the sketches. I'll just put like on on shuffle all the just just music sort of. Uh, oh, things. your own shit, your own shit. Dem- demos and projects that that those guys are sending me or other people sending me. Just, just yeah, I, I will. I will just like put all that stuff in a swim and and not necessarily work on it, but just like it, like you know. Just kind of put the spider web up and see if anything lands in it, you know, and and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. So I'll, I'll like I'll pull over and text myself a, a um, you know a lyric or I'll I'll sing a melody mm-hmm. into my phone that I you know vocal melody or something every once in a while. I do I stop and start a lot, um, and I get yelled <laughs> yeah. at a lot by by real bikers, you know, the, the on your left, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. I, I get a lot of yeah. on your fucking left. And I'm like, well, I'm writing here. I'm like, what are you I'm doing writing a like heartfelt this. song? Get out of the road. I'm weaving <laughs> yeah, I all love, over the place. I, I love you. I love you wearing fucking jeans, oh, singing yeah. into your phone while a guy on spandex is like, move, pussy. Yeah, no, those guys. <laughs> That's perfect. Oh, there was one time, one time I was riding my bike and just cruising along, and uh, and some dude, you know, in the full with it. Yeah, they even had one of those helmets that kind of you know, like goes back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the alien <laughs> helmet, or whatever that thing is. And uh, no, uh, <laughs> yeah, he was just cruising by, and then he and he and he, and, uh, he said he was like on your left, and he looked at me, and, but and I'm like, and I just and uh, I just and then he slowed down and he started filming me. 
and he's like he's like taking a selfie with me hell no he's like, yo and he's, yeah he's like he's like trying to get me and i'm just like hi you know, like, I, I, I was like just riding along this guy and it was just yeah dude um, that, anyway. that is tr- that's truly the worst that's that's true oh that's good yeah, it was okay i was a little bit, i was like cool you know i thought he was gonna yell at me for for almost weaving into him but uh but no, no i mean that's that's where celebrity comes in handy <laughs> like you know some some fucking aggro guys about to fight you like all right fuck him. oh shit oh, it's you shit, what up dude you're, you're the blood buzz man yeah. <laughs> blood buzz man yo i fucking love blood bros dude, bl- dude blood, blood buzz bro i was just yeah. about to fucking um, beat the living shit out of you bro but dude my chick loves your band <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's because if I need my girl, I'm gonna knock and knock it. Yeah, I like that. Um, I like the idea of them naming specific songs that they like of why they're not gonna beat your ass. That's really funny. That's really yeah. funny. I was going to, but I was going to, but man, you know, <laughs> if you didn't bring it all together in verse three, you'd be on the fucking floor right now. I'll just keep it a hundred yeah. with you. I like that you use. I like that you use exercise like that though, because I, I I think that that. Because people always talk about like the shower, you know, or whatever, and, and I find that like uh-huh. exercise, especially even just like walking, I feel like that's the most beneficial time to like actually think about stuff. Or definitely something that I miss a lot about New York is just kind of being yeah. able to go outside and sit and kind of stare at the wall. You, you know what uh-huh. I mean? Like sit and not look like a weirdo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like not I not have I'll, to have a dog or a stroller. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just sit on a fucking bench and stare at people for a couple hours. Yeah. And I just that really gets me going, you know, yeah. and here you just can't really do that in the same way because you're in your own backyard. So you're, there's no action. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like There's no there's, action. There's no the way to just listen to R.E.M. on repeat. Yeah, for eleven hours in public. Yeah. It's tough. Only, yeah, New York is my safe space for listening to REM over and over. Yeah, there is. Yeah, it feels like if you're out and about, it's, 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 it has to be a social thing here, where instead of just being, mm-hmm. you know, meandering around your uh, and on your own and just doing your thing, but it's not a safe space to meander. Did you guys like sell every? Like, do you have a house there or anything, or is it like you divested? You're L.A. guy. Well, uh, no, yeah, we don't we we don't have any like footprint anywhere else. We have a pretty mobile sort of footprint thing you know? like we, we've been kind of we've never quite figured out where we want if we want to stay here so we're just kind of we've been we've we've rented and 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 you know had different ideas so i it feels pretty good i'm glad because like, now like i said i think it's time might be getting close to time for for trying something else but um We'll see. I yeah. just I love you saying you're gonna try something else because I just don't know where else there is to live, you know. Uh-huh. Except you're obviously like London or whatever, depending on what you're into. Yeah. But you don't strike you don't strike me as like a I'm gonna go to Berlin and find myself, no. or I'm gonna go to Port- Portugal, you know. No. Maybe Miami, may- maybe Miami for you. That'd be a fun twist. Yeah. A lot of it is like kind of like wanting to be around family and 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 that kind of thing, and starting to feel like yeah, it's time to maybe like. Just be 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 closer to uh, to those those connections and, and that kind of thing. Do you so, feel like you could? Do you feel like you could actually live anywhere? Like, does it matter to you anymore? Like, have you aged out of caring? No, I don't think I could live anywhere. Um, but I, I I I don't I don't seek. I'm not looking for like. Uh, I'm not really looking for like a new fun city, you know. I'm not <laughs> sure, you know sure, I mean? sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> bro, have you heard about what's happening? Yeah. I'm looking it's for really, a place with, with a with a nice Whole Foods. That's about it. And 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 you know, New York and Brooklyn is amazing, but I don't 
Uh, yeah, it was uh, that when, when we kind of closed the chapter on that. I, I don't want to necessarily go to back to that lifestyle or anything, but so we'll see. You know, it, like uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's it's funny. It's like uh, I grew up in you know suburban Ohio, and uh, so there's a, there's a certain thing I'm kind of like I just don't want to. I just kind of don't want that. You know, the thing that <laughs> sure you know. But it is. It's it's a little. I mean, in New York was so much fun when I first moved there. Um, and, and then in LA was so cool and new when we first moved here, but yeah, right now it's not like, uh, it's not tickling the taint. I, I don't think I could live in Paris or, or, you know, or, or anything like that or, or London. I, I just, I, I think I need to be in, in, uh, American waters, you know, for, for whatever yeah, reason. I love this. I love Matt. We, we see it in three years that you moved to Detroit and we're like, damn, didn't see that coming. Yeah. No, I, got, you I know. think he's going to go Chappelle mode, get a little compound. Yeah. Yeah. He's going Chappelle mode. That's great. Yeah. You get, you get kind of a barn studio situation. Yeah. You, know, you can kind of be as loud as you want out there. Yeah. No, actually Chappelle's got, he's got kind of a little, little Ohio, you know, yeah. compound. Yeah, yeah, he's kind of he's kind of stealing your swag. Actually, I feel like I don't. Want- I know. Well, maybe if he moved, I wonder if he would move and then, <laughs> you, and, you uh, could buy it. See what it check his <laughs> yeah, place check. out. Yeah. So there's a stage in the back and a gazebo. This is kind of great for me, actually. Like I think this is going to be good for my family. This is this is right. Actually, speaking of Chappelle, Chris and I were talking before we recorded about the the kind of age old trope of like all all comedians want to be musicians and all musicians secretly want to be comedians do you feel like you've ever uh have you ever done any secret open mic nights with a disguise or anything like that no no <laughs> no uh i do i mean that that does uh um that's that to me seems like the yeah, the the nice edge in terms of sort of performance for sure um mm-hmm. yeah um stand up and and um and uh no but i've i've always that's a hard that's a tough thing like like between song banter um every once in a while i feel like every third comment or fourth comment that that is made by our band isn't embarrassing isn't isn't just like cringy you know <laughs> sure, like, sure you know um not bad i mean for a band that's pretty good uh, I don't know. I think we're. I think we're worse than average. <laughs> you could do I think better. We're worse than average. I'm trying to think of, but I'm trying to think of who do you consider the master of that, or who have you That's seen do it consistently? Well, Tom Waits is a is incredible at it. Okay, I yeah, yeah. And uh, I remember mm-hmm. seeing Billy Bragg one time, and he had me laughing. So Billy got jokes. Billy, Billy got jokes. Billy Bragg is is so. Oh, I funny. see that. I Between see that. the protest songs, he's hitting you yeah. with the chuckles. He's really funny. He's really funny. That that was one of like whenever. I think of like great banter. Billy Bragg is always the first person that comes to mind. Um, but yeah, no, I like, I'm, I'm always like, Oh, just somebody start play, press any key play. Yeah. You know, just any noise, <laughs> just anything, start anything, anything. That sound. Yeah. So I can, I gotta say, you seem like the type of person who would enjoy or maybe relish those moments and, and kind of want to flex some of your skills. No, I'm not myself in those moments. I'm not comf- I'm not like relaxed at all. Right. I'm not, you know, I, I can't, um, I can't. And, and also it's, it's not a conversation. It's like, you hear a little bit, ba- you hear something and sometimes there's a, you know, you can react to something somebody says, but mostly it's just like, it's just like this weird, empty, uh, moment and it's and it it's i i am always like maybe just let it be empty like let it just be tense and empty and then move on you know 
like why did you like hey everybody thanks a lot make a little <laughs> quip and stuff like that i just I like prefer it. that i prefer that to like the soundscapes you know what i'm saying when people like uh-huh. md the show so there's always like a vibe <laughs> between songs i'm like bro let's go i would much prefer a soundscape <laughs> where i just can like unless you know. you're that kind of band like you guys have fucking songs when a song ends the song ends i, I don't right. i don't want you to go dead mode and start noodling right you know what i mean right i don't i don't want that i i don't think the fans want that I, i'd rather watch you attempt to be funny that's yeah. a better proposition for the fan yeah uh <laughs> oh yeah but have you seen i don't know you you see a few minutes of it and then uh, <laughs> so yeah what's what's worse matt's matt speaking or or, or jamming you know it's, it's gonna be real that's true i might rank i might be the kind of person who ranks jamming pretty low so it, i could uh-huh. be biased is is, is you know i i prefer uh, uh the the dark art of humor yeah yeah you guys feel like a silence band i think i think you should try to own the silence if you don't want to talk because the show is, you know, it's a, it's a special religious kind of experience. So people need a little meditative break, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but you sort of have to like, everybody has to agree to the silence thing. Cause then if it, you know, somebody always like will fill the empty space. You got and, too like, many mics on stage. That's your fucking yeah, problem. You got to take, you, look, you got to take the mic. We don't need, <laughs> you know, the auxiliary saxophone player don't need a mic. You got to cut yeah. these guys off. Unless he's got jokes. Yeah. Unless, yeah, unless, yeah, maybe, maybe that's the start, part of the auditioning process for like when you, especially if, if you're bringing like the bigger band on tour, you know, uh-huh. Like let's see if you all right you can sing that's great but let's see let's see a type five <laughs> if you don't mind just before we before we make a decision we need to see that from you Matt yeah. I want I wanted yeah. to talk about uh, a little bit of the of the album and, and new music your okay your, the new single Eucalyptus yeah the song is about that that thing when you're in a relationship and you have to break up and kind of divvy up your yeah shared items and things like that mm. you know in the in the video it's kind of like a black and white kind of you know standard video i was wondering why you didn't put the footage of the two couples uh divvying up their beanie babies in a courtroom for the video <laughs> yeah. yeah you, you well, missed on that you we, 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 yeah we, she uh, she loved <laughs> i played her that one that one was written really late and uh and i wrote that one all really fast and and, and uh she loved it and it wasn't until wasn't until much until way later, it was, we were already playing it live and, and stuff. And, uh, <laughs> oh, and, you're playing she's it like, live. Oh, by the way, we should talk about that song. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, all those things are real, are like are real things around. You know, the the, the mountain valley. We we always are fighting over over the mountain valley spring water. Um, <laughs> maybe, Who's going to take over the mountain valley but, account? Well, she's got. She, we got the glass bottles, and I'm like, of course. And they're, they're so fucking heavy. I'm like, why can't we get the plastic ones? And she's like, well, they're you know, it leaches into the water, and mm-hmm. and uh, so we, we we cut. And so I'm always these giant plastic. I've broken a couple of them. These huge, you know, glass things. Anyway, <laughs> the the, the mountain valley spring water is a contentious uh, thing around this place but yeah no but the rest the whole the whole song is kind of kind of looking at like making sort of having fun with that uh thing and i um yeah i'm in i'm in a healthy marriage but i think it's because i you know we always write when we write together a lot and and writing songs about you know the things you fear the most and and uh kind of looking over into over the edge of the cliff sometimes is is uh 
is where I like to write from, you know? And so, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, it is, it's a, it's, it's also a little bit about the band, you know, almost all my breakup songs are, are, uh, are somewhere in between, you know, my own personal relationships and just all the stuff in the band and stuff, you know? So yeah. Like who's going to get which guitar pedal, you know, yeah. when you guys eventually break up, I'm not going to get any of those <laughs> instruments. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Like, bro, you can I'll keep a couple a, of the mics and I'll shit, but like, stay stand. away from the guitar. So, so does that mean that you're, so you're <laughs> writing this song about a thing that hasn't happened because you are in a healthy and successful relationship, yeah. but you're able to pull items from your own personal life that could be contentious if you were to break up? Yeah. Or I mean, is it I'm just always, like things that happen to you? No, nah, I'm always writing for, like about, about, you know, things you fear and thing and just, and, and um, and some of them are like things that are are you know have happened, and, and some, some some are things that that haven't, and and uh, it's all a mixture. And but it's all sort of like um, I'm always writing from a genuine uh, mental soup, you know. All the the <laughs> I'm never really trying to write a song like okay, here let's write a song about about you know this. Although eucalyptus is is sort of one kind of idea mm -hmm. the whole song is um, um but that's kind of a rare song um i think I, i'm usually mixing just mixing all of, all of the, the garbage you know all the pieces of fear <laughs> and all the pieces of desire and all the all in the same thing I, you know just mix it all up and and uh yeah no, nothing's ever quite a um you know a diary entry but uh, but yeah but if, if i'm not unpacking something actually you know uh that's that's alive and 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 you know whatever uh got its hooks in me you know whether it's an anxiety or a desire or or a, you know feeling whatever they are mm -hmm. um they're all that stuff i is 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 um i'm i'm i'm, I'm definitely like playing around with, with things that i genuinely have uh big feelings about you know sure. on the other on the on new order t-shirt there's a line about kind of like waiting for someone to get off of work at the at, at mm -hmm. what i took as a reference to the conde nas tower is that fair to say yeah okay i just that is that is <laughs> that is yeah i don't i mean it's like it, yeah it, it was my my wife used to work there um it's now moved. Yes, of uh, course. Condé Nast is now down in the. In but the it new seemed like a. It seemed it was a big day for all of the sad media women in my life uh -huh. because they were they got some representation. <laughs> yeah, they 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 were like this. Finally, there's a national song that really speaks to yeah. me. You know, and I just wanted to make sure I was clear because that was my interpretation as well yeah. when I heard the song. But I just wanted the to get the, the skyscraper. Yeah, um, yeah, from the horse's mouth. I needed to know if that was in, in fact the truth. And I'll let I'll let Anna Wintour know. She'll be in touch, <laughs> um, and we'll kind of see what happens. But you know, I'm praying for you. She's very legit. Let's just say lawyer up. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Let's just say call your team. You know what I mean? Yeah. Also in eucalyptus. Um, why is it called eucalyptus? I know asking the national why a song is named. Well, there is a one reference. There's one reference to a rainbow eucalyptus tree. Uh, um, but uh, yeah, no, they, it could have been. It, it might have had a better title. Um, but yeah, it was no. the only word in the song that didn't didn't sound like a terrible title. Um, <laughs> no, I like it. You can take it. You should take it. Is not. You should take it. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like uh, it's a little the aggressive. New song for the you. national. You should take it. It's just like. Uh, <laughs> 
But then again, that is, that is chorus repeated over and over again. So I didn't worry it, about it, that. It was very. It wasn't. I won't. Uh, it's not triggering, but it was very relatable about the, like the classic line of any modern romance of like, well, you know, like you know, you should take it. I mean, otherwise, I'll I'll probably just throw it away. You know, like we've all mm-hmm. like those are amazing song lyrics for you or Radiohead or any band that would sing a song like that. But it's also a thing that we've all said, just like, well, I mean, if you don't, yeah, I don't fucking, I hate this fern. I'm going to throw it away if you don't <laughs> well, take it. Well, most of it's because it's just too painful to think about, like, it's just, you know, like, yeah. it's too painful to think about, like, well, who gets that tree? Who gets that plant? You know, who gets, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and that's why, you know, uh, I try to try to make a kind of a fun song out of it. Out of that, that <laughs> yeah, real, scary, real fun stuff. stuff. Yeah, real fun stuff. Oh, well, I mean, but <laughs> a I, laugh a minute. It, it is sad, but you know, also in in a moment of a breakup, when you're at that point where you're where you're like, hey, come over and we gotta divvy up the stuff. Like you sort of are past the real pain part, and you're in the part of like we can just kind of like laugh about something that's yeah. like ironic and funny because you have to. Yeah, it's yeah, funny that yeah. song. That Eucalyptus I wrote after I was like back and kind of having fun, and like like a lot of the songs were uh, were harder to write, and and I went through a long phase where I couldn't write at all, and and um and I didn't want to kind of back. I didn't want to dig into that stuff and into anything for a, for a long, long, long time. It was it was a, a almost. A Is year. this like a writer's block situation? Yeah, I mean, writer's block, depression. You, you know, yes, yes, and yes. Sure, you know, sure. All of it, all <laughs> a of tricky it. combo, let's say. Oh yeah, it was a good. <laughs> I, it was a it was a potent mixture of, of just you know. I, I mean, everything like, like you know, the pandemic was a certainly an, an ingredient in the in the in the batter for sure. But you know, the, and and that kind of caught up with me. I think just all the disconnection, but. But when the band, you know, after a long, was able to start to, we were in, you know, in a room together and we started, things started coming together and we, we were touring together. When the songs started coming, I, I was just writing fast. And this one I was, I wrote really fast and it's kind of the darkest, one of the darker songs on it, but it's the, it's, it's, I was having more fun writing this one. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, but then the record has a bunch of songs that it kind of maybe unpack that stuff in less of a silly, you know, way and, and maybe more of a, more of a direct way. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm always trying like this, this record was, was definitely a, one of those ones where it's like, let's, we weren't, we weren't thinking about any kind of record to make this time. We were just, uh, whatever. I mean, that truthfully, it was like, whatever, whatever I was reacting to, everybody was so happy that I was, writing again so so once it's one especially your manager yeah they're like dude do whatever you got to do we got to get this thing out like every idea (laughs) when once i started like you know started generating ideas they're like it's perfect it's great it's you're a genius you're a genius release it you know (laughs) we even released like the first song that we kind of finished once i was like it, it was weird goodbyes and we put it out right away it's not even on the record but we put it out because it was this like, oh my god, we finally got one again, and and uh, <laughs> and so we released. It. So it, th- this record was was funny in the way that it was like it kind of it, it 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 wrote itself in the way that like uh, I was I I didn't I didn't have any uh, agenda or vision for the record other than like I just need to be able. I hope I can do this again, mm-hmm. and 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 and. I don't want to lose this, you know? And so mm-hmm. the songs that, that we finally came out were like, 
okay, well, yeah, these these represent the fact that I haven't completely lost my mind and, and, and my ability mm-hmm. to write, you know. Still and, got um, your fastball. Yeah, and everybody got really everybody got really happy and excited about the record for like it was a, it was a different kind of sort of joy towards the end of this record than we've ever felt just because it was like ah yeah we all felt like maybe this maybe this is is there was a phase during that long year towards the end of the year where people were like maybe this isn't gonna happen you know and so when it finally did everybody was just really really into it and really happy so yeah i mean that's beautiful i mean after doing this for as long as you've done it i'm sure that that's a that's gratifying after the struggle yeah because you guys have been i mean you guys have served you guys have been doing i mean you've done this for a long fucking time i mean you know and pretty successfully which is like tough these days you know um so it's i i can't imagine what would it feel like to like kind of not be able to do what you're like supposed to do not be able to kickflip anymore yeah, yeah like you know you're like this is but this is what i do it's time to do what i do why is it not working we always <laughs> we always have kind of we we have sober conversations about like you know well we don't we don't want to do this unless it's, it feels really good and healthy and happy for everybody that's it you know that's it mm, yeah, and yeah. and there was a phase where people were like well this isn't this isn't really doing Matt any good, right? <laughs> like, 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 <laughs> right. You know, there's a phase where like, if, if, if this, if this alchemy doesn't change, nobody wanted me to suffer, you know, through it. Yeah. And I didn't want to suffer. And that's, that's, that's nice of them. Cause I, if, look, if, if Jason couldn't perform, I would make his ass suffer. Cause I, we got, <laughs> we got bottom lines to hit, you know, that's nice of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, everybody was the, the, the whole band, everybody was incredibly, uh yeah just really patient and, and and chill about it you know and and I I know everybody was probably kind of more nervous and worried than they let on you know mm-hmm. I was more nervous than I let on you know <laughs> I kind of I told everybody like oh yeah no 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 I'm I'm I've it's 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 starting to it's it's working and then I and I had to show up last April after almost a year and I had nothing you know I just didn't have anything anything at all and so that was when I was like oh man maybe we don't and so uh, but then over the course of a couple of weeks together, just like it's, things started bubbling, and then we went on tour, and things started bubbling more, mm-hmm. and quickly we were writing a lot fast. Um, so uh, yeah, it came back. It just came back after time, and I wish there was like I wish I could say that this is what what happened. You know, like this this <laughs> is what helped, um, and it was maybe a little bit of exercise. I tried. I even tried quitting drinking, quitting smoking weed, quitting everything. Um, and that didn't help that much. I, I got to be honest. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, that didn't. That didn't work. So I, you know, I just went back to it, and then it was fine. Actually. And I dabbled. I dabbled in antidepressants, and and they did. They they helped a little bit. You know, raise the floor a little bit. But there was mostly it was just mm-hmm. time. I think it was just time and in, in working through it. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people. No, I think a lot of people think that removal or additions of substances is going to really like really hinder or or encourage the process. But I think I think you're right. It's like it's it's more mental than that. It's like beyond that. Yeah. I think in some ways. I mean, I, I people should seek, you know, w- ways of of whatever they need to, you know, to get a- out of it. But I I think also I think you should. It's it's good. To, to, it was good for me to understand. I, I mean, I was well aware that I was like had a flu. You know, that's what it felt like. I was just like I couldn't. Yeah. I mean, it, it felt like a physical thing. Um, and so I knew it wasn't just like, it was, I knew that it was like, you know, a, a, uh, this isn't the real me, you know, it's, it, it's, it's part of me, but like this thing I'm overwhelmed, like I'm underneath right now is, 
uh, is not really, it doesn't define how I'm going to be forever. I just have to kind of like get through this or whatever it was. And got to weather the storm. Yeah. I mean, it's nice to have, it's nice to have that perspective on it. Yeah. Cause I think that like, that's what will encourage you to power through yeah. is that yeah. kind of attitude. Like, yeah, you just kind of like, you gotta just slowly pull at the, at the threads and the knot and all sides of it. And the knot will slowly, you'll start to figure it out eventually, but you can't like, you can't like, Un, you know, untangle a knot overnight, you know. Mm. Hope you're writing this shit down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got single number two ready we to got, go. We're ready to go. We got LP, LP 14 <laughs> on the way. Um, no, uh, thank you, Matt, uh, for joining us on yeah. how long, how long gone today. I, you know, we've been listening to, to the national for years and years. So this was a pleasure for yeah. us and, um, yeah, likewise. pleasure and an honor. Hopefully likewise. we'll come, come see the, see the show. I'll keep my shirt on. Wait, when you say likewise, <laughs> does that mean you, does that mean you listen to this podcast when you say likewise or no? Yes. Wait, what, what are you listening? What, what, Sick. how long? Yeah, gone? No, I, I listen. I've listened to you guys. I, I, I don't know if I have a subscription, but I've listened to this podcast, but, uh, Love what it. are you, I'll take it. I, I, uh, I don't listen to that many podcasts and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I used to, I stopped, I stopped all that. I stopped podcasts. I stopped Instagram. I stopped Twitter. Ever, yeah. I never did Twitter or even Facebook. I said, I stopped all that stuff and, um, you know, books on tape. I'm starting to, I'm starting that, that, <laughs> that's his, that's his like, <laughs> no, that's his good. Far down the, the social media world. That's I think a, but I, that's I a very pop, that's a very popular, yeah. I mean, People are really trying to like optimize their time, and yeah. nothing does that more to me than like a book on tape. I yeah. mean, that's re- that's really like optimizing. And I want to say, I want to be upfront that uh, that I did read the first two pages of Frankenstein, but the rest of it I, I, I listened to on tape. Uh, <laughs> specifically, uh, the, the Dan Stevens narration on Audible is is uh, in- incredible. Okay, don't no. Okay, Audible's not a sponsor of this show, so you got to stop. <laughs> oh but oh that's, shit! That, sorry. I, 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 no, I'm just I'm just get it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, no, but but thank you for joining us, and um, yeah, we'll catch the show if we can. And um, and, the, and the new the, the when's new the record out? End, April end of the month, twenty eighth, believe. And it's called okay. the first two pages of Dracula. First, first, first <laughs> Frankenstein. First, yeah, that's so much better. Uh, yeah, first two pages of Frankenstein. You, you can you can edit stuff thanks to the thanks to the streaming world. You can edit anything. It's no problem. Are we married to that title? Yeah. Thank you. Guys. All right, Matt. Thanks so much, man. We'll see you soon. Appreciate it, man.